is this for an hour. Tracy. I brought you flowers. What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. Everyone, mm-hmm. anyone, everyone. My name is Kyle Durham. Sitting across this table is uh, the always wonderful Aaron Cross. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, let's let's start this off with a laugh. Okay. You're gonna. So, there's very few moments in my life you've seen it where I like yeah. actually crack up. Oh yeah. And I get super high pitched and can't. Oh god, I know where this is going. Yeah, and yeah. I like fall and hold on to people. Yes. So Friday, uh, January 10th, went to the Mavs game. Yes, you did. Went got to see LeBron, who I wanted to see. Yep. He was amazing. Yeah. He played extremely well. He did. Lakers beat the Mavericks. Uh, they blew him out. It was never even close. It was actually not a good Mavs game to go to. But um, we go. And uh, so we're sitting in the end of our row. My dad's at seat three. There's no one at seat two and seat one. I'm at seat four. Brittany's at seat five. This older lady's at seat six. Her two daughters or whatever at seat seven. And the whole other section is packed. People in front of us. And we're at the top of the section. So there's people behind us, but they have to go up. And there's a tunnel that leads to concession. And my dad is right there. So when you walk to your rows... There's like a tiny, maybe a foot platform that you have to like step up to get to your row. So, uh, in the first quarter, <laughs> they pull their the t-shirt guns out. And they're shooting them, and they're making it into the top row. Like, they're firing them. One of them hits the ceiling, like hits the top of the arena. Okay. So these things are firing, and they're aiming them around, and they never, ever shoot t-shirts in my section, ever. Well, that dude... Is like down on the court, like trying to pump people up in our whole section. Like people in front of us are standing up and stuff. And he points that gun up in our section. So Brittany's like, hey, stand up, stand up. My dad's like, stand up. So my dad stands up. I stand up. I'm like, I might get a T-shirt. Yeah. They shoot a T-shirt right at us, but a little bit off to my right, closer where my dad is, is sitting. They shoot this shirt, and my dad like locks in on it. <laughs> so he he <laughs> sees this shirt. Eagle eyes. It Eagle up. eyes, yeah. He thinks it's going to hit the tunnel wall, like above the tunnel, yeah. and drop straight down. So he's like, I'm getting a shirt. So he turns and runs down like in front of 30,000 people. Yeah. He turns and runs. My dad runs like Chicken Little down this aisle. Uh-huh. He forgets that there's a step that steps down. <laughs> Brittany and I watch my dad at the Mavs game. Everyone is watching because they're watching this shirt. You watch, you know, if the shirt gets shot in your section, you see where it goes. Yeah. He falls in front of all these people. And he falls. Like, it didn't look like he fell hard, but I thought he fell hard. Like, it looked like he fell hard, but he didn't. But he falls, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I like jump up. Brittany immediately laughs. I jump up, and I'm making my way. And my dad jumps right up, laughing, sits back down. I forgot there was a step there. He's dying laughing. So later in the game, like, oh, like third, fourth quarter, the lady sitting next to Brittany is telling us that she fell the other day. And I look at her, I was like, oh, my dad fell. And she's like, oh, really? When? And I said, here at the game. And she's like, when did that happen? And I said, it happened like right at the end of the first quarter. And she's like, really? And the guy sitting in front of us turns around and goes, yeah, he did. I saw it. <laughs> so, oh, now, so now it's just jokes about my, and my, about my dad falling. And it got so bad that my dad was like, I'm not Gerald Ford. I don't fall all the time. And eventually he was like, all right, y'all, that's enough. That's enough. We're driving back from the game, and I'm driving. And he's in the back seat, and I look back there, and he's dozing off. 
I said, hey, Brittany, look, Kendall's fall. Or I said, look, <laughs> my dad's falling asleep. Yeah. See how my dad fell. It was great. Best moment of my life. It's pretty funny. Greatest moment of my life. I wish you were there. That's pretty you should have went. Yeah, I should have. That's all right. Go, I saw yeah. something funny on Saturday. What? So, me, Ray, Peyton, I went to Deep Ellum. Uh, went to this place called The Biscuit Bar. You should try it out. They serve biscuits? It More than that. So, Peyton got a French... It's like... So, Peyton basically got a honey butter chicken biscuit, basically. But, instead of a normal biscuit, it was a French toast. That sounds like, amazing. Like, top and bottom. Fried chicken in the middle with a little bit of maple syrup drizzle on top of it. What's it called? The Biscuit Bar. Me and Ray... Ray got a thing of tater tots. How'd y'all find this? Uh, it I, was, I have so, so many questions. So, we went... We go to Depot all the time. And it's in a building that they've been working on for the past couple of months. And we went yesterday on Saturday, and it was finally finished, and they put that restaurant in. Ray got this thing uh, called, uh, I forgot what the name of it was, but it was basically tater tots with cheese, bacon, and a fried egg on top. That's what he got. It's super unhealthy. Yeah, absolutely. I got tater tots with. Carne asada, like chopped up meat. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cheese and like some pico de gallo and like this sour cream sauce. But me and Ray also got a dessert because... I bet they have good desserts. Why not? Um, me and Ray got this thing called a hot chocolate biscuit, which was a biscuit, but instead of normal dough, it had like graham cracker. So it was a graham cracker biscuit, basically. Yeah. With this chocolate like gravy mousse stuff on top and a flamed torched marshmallow it's delicious very unhealthy yeah but very delicious um real fast yeah deep elm deep elm deep elm elm e-l-u-m e-l-l-u-m okay i I Um, didn't know if you said deep elm or deep elm and uh so then we go to this place called the punch bar uh, punch bowl social which is a bar but it's so it's really strange so it's separated into two sides there's a side where there's a sit down eat and a bar, like uh like sort of like you'd see in Sherman, like one bar. Yeah. And they have food. Then you can go upstairs. There's another bar with like games and stuff. Then you go on the opposite side of the building between the wall. Then you have like what you see in like movies, like a higher higher end bar with a circle, a center bar in the middle that's a circle. Mm-hmm. They have two bowling lanes. What's this? What's this place called? Punch Bowl Social. Punch Bowl Social. It's very it's got like a bowling alley and a bar, and it's a it's a bar, but it only has two bowling lanes. Okay. Um, you can play beer pong in there, but it's not normal beer pong. They have a pitching wedge, and you pitch a ball into a beer pong. Oh, you're probably oh. good at that. Uh, we didn't play it. Uh, it's packed over there. It's packed yeah, I there. It's a very fun place though. DJ is Fuego. Played nothing but early two thousands like Fuego. hits. Uh. It's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's it called? Um, Saucy. No, he was dripping. No, dang it! Hold on, give me a second. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, we had a good time. Well, uh, I don't know if you saw it on my story or not, but that dude dancing. Yeah, I saw it. They came in. Why was he dancing? I don't. Know. Him and his group came in le- that way. They came in dancing. <laughs> And so they were drunk. No, none of them were flamboyant. No, they were just having a good time. Okay. And I was like, "Sweet, I love watching this. That's awesome." 
Um, so we leave. Pat, uh, Pat, Peyton drove. He's driving his mom's car. Okay. I'm sitting in the back seat. Did he drink? He had one beer. Okay. Um, did, you, did you drink? Uh, I had one Jack and Coke. Rego. No, he didn't. Patrick Schwavey. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Um, so I'm sitting in the back seat of a, I think it's like a 2001 like Ford Explorer. Or I'll say it's like a that. Ford Taurus. No, it's Just an Explorer. Story. It's an Explorer because it's a bigger car. Um, okay. <laughs> and there's a parking lot that we park at now. It's a free parking lot. And Peyton gets in the car. And he backs up. First of all, Peyton showed up in a white Oxford button-up and a tie and slacks and dress shoes. Why? I don't know. He just come from church or a funeral? No, I don't know. <laughs> this I asked him why he wore it. He said, I don't know. It just felt right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, Peyton. So Peyton gets in the car. We're all in the car now. He backs up. And he's backing up. And all of a sudden, I just hear a giant crash noise. And I was like, I immediately <laughs> thought like something broke under the car. But I tur- I whipped my head around to the left, and I was like, Peyton, you hit the tree. <laughs> he goes, oh, did I? And I went, yes. He goes, was it bad? I went, yes. So we don't get out of the car. We just drive. We're in, like, Plano now, and it's one. Of, it's like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. It's not, it's not busy on the highway. Yeah. Peyton goes. Peyton goes, I think we should be in the HOV lane. Swerves the car to the left, runs over all the HOV, like, plastic pipe things <laughs> to get it to the HOV lane. What did it do to the bottom of his mom's car? Probably ripped that bottom cover off. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I'm dying. Raise up at the front. He's like, mother sucker, what you... <laughs> probably terrified. <laughs> what are you doing? Then Peyton goes... I don't want to be it anymore. Swerves out of it. A bunch of stuff hitting. And then there's no noise. So I was like, I'm surprised this old car made it through that alive. Granted, those are uh, those pipe things. Yeah, they're, they're, they're plastic. Or something, they have they? a rubber base and they're, they, yeah. they're malleable. Malleable? Yeah. Wow. What? It's a big word. Not a big word. It's a complex word. Um, anyway, <laughs> didn't expect that to come out of your mouth. So, Malleable. I met I met Ray and Peyton at Albertsons in Sherman for That's so an he, odd place to meet someone. Well, he drive. didn't want to drive all the way to my house to pick me up, so I met him there. Albertsons is like five minutes from your house. Yeah, I know. Okay. Anyway, but Albertsons is right next to where Peyton and Ray live because Peyton and Ray live like right next to each other. I was like, cool, whatever. I'll so do that. About Fairview. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> we get out of the car. Peyton, well, first of all, Peyton gets out of the car, and he goes, oh, no. But I thought he was joking. I get out of the car, and I immediately go to the back of the car, which he hasn't looked at yet. Above the left back light on the frame of the car, there is a four-inch deep, eight inches tall, maybe five inches wide dent in the back of the car. Oh, then, I walk to the front of the car. The whole bottom bumper, the whole front bumper, is gone. He lost a. How do you lose a bumper? And not ripped, know it ripped off during him running over those H O those H O V pipes. Holy crap! I have a there's, story. There's wires and stuff hanging. There's pits and bits and pieces of it hanging. Oh god! I was like, his mom. I was his like, ass. Peyton, 
did this car have fog lights? And he goes, it did. <laughs> I'm just, I'm crying laughing now. Peyton decides, I mean, I get my car. I'm like, well, my car's okay. I go home. He, I'm assuming he drops Ray off. He texts me and Ray at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Said, I went to Walmart. I had an idea. He went and bought red food coloring and sprayed it all over the front of the car. Like splattered it and told his parents that uh, that he hit a hog. What an idiot! <laughs> yeah, dumbass. That is what he did. It worked. That's stupid. Well, it worked until they hear this episode. Yeah, I'd kick his ass when I heard this episode. <laughs> like, you dumbass. This we didn't have any of this written down. These topics, no. but I have one. It's similar to that. I have two stories. First off, I'll start with what happened this weekend. So Saturday the 11th, um, my mom calls me at 10 a.m. And she's like, or it's like yeah. 9, 9.45. And I'm still in bed because I didn't have to work till late and we didn't have the kids. So we slept in and um, she calls me and she's like, hey, um, Corey's girlfriend, Ricky, has been in a car wreck on Highway 82. It was, it was the day it was like snowing. Uh-huh. It was like frosting. It was like the roads were super fro- like super icy. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ricky's been in a car a car wreck. And I was like, oh, what happened? And I said, well, at first I was like, well, first I was somewhere. like, is she okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's, you know, of course, broken up. And like, you know, yeah. You know, Have you ever this. been in like a real big car wreck before? Yes, that's and what I was about to get perfectly fine. And you were just like. You know this. This goes into my other story. Okay, good. Continue. Okay, hold on. I'll tell the other story first. So. When I was 16, about to turn 17, Chase Lowry and Zach Burns and I worked at Presco. You know where that's at over there, close to Austin yeah, yeah. College. Um, we were rocking in like a summer internship or whatever, summer job or whatever, and we were working in a factory, and it sucked. It was horrible. Like, we worked like six to six, Monday through Friday. It was, it was horrible. We worked like how many hours? That's rough. That's a rough. Yeah, it was like 60 day. hours. It was bad. But um, on a Thursday... We're getting ready to leave. <laughs> and so Chase and I both lived on Blackman Trail. Okay. And Zach lived by Bell's High School. So each week we would take turns driving for the week. So Zach's turn to drive. So he comes and picks us up at like 530. Yeah. We meet at Chase's house. It's in the road. He takes us. So we get off our shift and we go outside and it's kind of getting, it's still bright, but it's starting to get dark-ish, not really, kind of. So we're, <laughs> we're leaving, which, mind you, Presco is the air conditioning. Presco has cameras. Yes. How he didn't get in trouble, I don't know. Okay. So we get in the car. Zach puts the car in reverse, and he's looking forward when he's backing up. I'm in the back seat, Chase, the passenger seat, and he's backing up, and I was looking, and I was like, but at this point, he went by Tyler. He didn't go by Zach. He yeah. went by Tyler. I was like, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler's screaming. He backs into a truck hard. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, sh-. I was like, He's like, what do I do? I was like, just go. <laughs> he pulls forward, looking backwards, pulls into the car in the parking spot next to him. At this point, Chase and I'm dying. And I'm like, go, 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 go. He puts it in reverse, hits the same truck again. Oh, God. Peels out of the parking lot. We leave. So oh he's, he's all the way home. I don't know if I need to go to work tomorrow. It's like, it's fine. Just go. So we go to work. And our boss, Cam, the first thing he says when we walk in, he's like, hey, did y'all see anybody hit some cars in the parking lot? And we're like... 
Nope. Chase is like, I didn't see anything. And I was like, no, we all rode together. And he's like, well, two cars got hit. Truck got hit a couple times, it looked like. And Zach's like, I don't I have no clue. <laughs> but you're asking about a car wreck. Um, that, that Friday was my last day to work there, and it was like halfway through the summer. Yeah. Because um, going into my senior year, I had really bad – this is real stupid. It makes me sound like a wuss. But I had really bad knee tendonitis. Okay. And I like – Messed up my ankle in a summer league basketball game, Kay. which I then aggravated it later. So my doctor gave me like this low grade like pain medicine because I told him I'm going to work and I wear steel boots. And he's like, okay, and it was, I had like a softball in my ankle. <clears throat> so I go to my grandma's and my brother was living there with his girlfriend at the time. Well, she had hydrocodones because she just had a surgery. And my grandma's giving me my medication and I'm supposed to take like two every like six hours. Yeah. She's giving me hydrocodones. No. She gives me two hydrocodones, like high-grade hydrocodones. I fall asleep. She wakes me up, gives me two more. Oh, Jesus. I stay up. Like At this point, I slept like six hours in the middle of the day. Yeah. So I stay up, play video games all night, don't sleep. When she wakes up, she gives me two more hydrocodones. Woo! Yeah. Then before I leave, she gives me one more. And my mom's like, you need to come home. I'm in my stepdad's truck. She's like, you need to come home. You need to come. I was like, Mom, I'm tired, and I do not feel right. I feel like I've been drugged. I remember telling her that. I said, I feel like I've, I've been drugged. She makes me come home, and I fall asleep driving on the back road. I got the air conditioner on, crank the uh, music all the way up. And when I wake up, I'm in the grass on the right lane, and I whip, just a reaction whip back across the road, and I ramp across the road and corkscrew in the air and roll my stepdad's truck. It rolls three times. Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, and I'm about a mile and a half from my house, mile, mile and a half, and I get out of the car and walk almost all the way home before somebody, <laughs> like, I'm literally a thousand feet from the driveway before some, a neighbor sees me and picks me up and drives me all the way up the driveway, and I was fine. Nice. I had, a, like, a really bad concussion, See, but I was fine. I've never been in a, a bad car wreck before, but I've seen, it's not, well, I've never been in a bad one. I was with my friend Sky once, mm-hmm. and it was raining, and... We're on the bridge that connects, like, the academy side of the town center to the other side. Okay. And she was driving behind this car. She goes, I think I know that person in front of us. So she's trying to be funny and, like, creeping up on him and hitting her brake real hard. Well, she crept up on him and hit her brake real hard and slid. <laughs> and hit, back, hit the back of the car. <laughs> it wasn't her friend. It was. It oh, was. It was. Yeah. Um, me and Jerry were on our way home from school one day. Um, I had just gotten my license maybe a couple weeks before this. I'm driving. There's a car in front of us. This is a green Tahoe with giant, giant rims on it. And the road that we were on was on Harrison. And I forgot the road that intersected it, but they didn't have a stop sign. They had a yield sign. Well, they ran that yield sign and T-boned this Tahoe oh. hard. Like they were going a solid 50. They hit this car and it slid. Per- it happened perfectly. They slid sideways back up the street, <laughs> like that. The other car was going, so they were driving this way and got hit and moved with them. It came to a stop, and both of their rims just boom <laughs> fell off the car. <laughs> um, I was on my way to work in Dallas one time. Whenever I worked at the Starbucks in Dallas, yeah, saw a car pull over, and I saw a woman and a man get out and run. Just full sprint, full sprint down like backwards on down the opposite side of the highway. And it's sort of in the middle of traffic right now. Um, all of a sudden, 
this car burst into flames. <laughs> it just burst into flames. A giant, like not just the like engine, a huge flame. The, the whole, whole car. car. It looked like it got bombed. They dropped <laughs> a cigarette in the back. Like, oh god! <laughs> got they got out and ran, and I'm like maybe twenty yards behind them. Whenever I see him get out and run, by the time the car burst into flames, I'm almost like five feet away from like I'm five feet behind it because of traffic, and this car just lit up like a. It looked like it looked like a bonfire, but you see those giant bonfires you see in movies. Yeah, but Don't a know car what on the highway. Don't know what happened. I have no idea how it lit on fire. All I saw was two people run out of the car, <laughs> and then 35 seconds later, they got bombed. <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, this weekend. I've never been in a bad car wreck before. Mine was, the car looked, it looked like somebody was like destroyed in that wreck. I didn't have a scratch. And the left, uh, the driver's side window, I hit my head on it. I had no spot on my head where I'd even cut myself or anything and the whole glass had spidered where i hit huh. my head so hard yeah and they said i had a bad concussion but i was fine like i didn't i don't know i think i'm just a demigod maybe i'm invincible no but this weekend so my mom calls me at 9 45 she tells me my brother's girlfriend ricky had hydroplaned off of uh off of highway two in my brother's car which my poor brother he went to buy a truck a couple weekends ago. Well, it doesn't have brake lights. So my dad was like right behind him in my brother's other car. Runs into the back of him. Oh, they have to total that car. Oh. <laughs> so then he has his other car. He's got a truck and a car now. Well, Ricky hydroplanes off the road. She hits a barbed wire fence. Awesome. As well as like the yellow whatever where like the water yeah, line yeah. is. And an electrical line on the ground. Like a telephone wire that was on the ground like the box. Yeah. Destroys that. But she's turned, she hydroplanes the opposite way all the way across the grass into the fence. So she's facing the opposite way now. So when I get there, I ride with my mom and my stepdad. When I get there, um, we're in the truck. We got chains and all this stuff. There's a sheriff there. I, uh, my stepdad and I talked to the sheriff. And um, I told the sheriff, not, not David, my stepdad. I told the sheriff, I was like, we brought some chains. I said, we really don't want to get a tow truck involved. And he was like, oh, I understand, I understand. He goes, I'll give you all like five or ten minutes. He said, and then we have to call a tow truck because traffic's going to pick up soon. And he's like, I can't have, you know, this going yeah. on. So I was like, okay. So David and I lay out the chains of my brother's. Ricky's in the, my brother's truck. Yeah. Which she's she's fine, perfectly fine. And Corey's just standing there watching. And we're laying the chains out. I get the keys. And I'm going to be in the car. Yeah. And David's going to pull me out and I'm going to put it in reverse. Well, the barbed wire fence is wrapped. First off, the bumper's gone. The back bumper is on the ground. It's gone. <laughs> the front bumper is wrapped up in this fence. Yeah. So I get in, and Corey steps on the other side of the barbed wire fence and is looking through the windshield at me. And I roll the window down. And David starts the truck, starts pulling it. We have him latched. And I'm, I have it in reverse, and I'm trying to get the, the uh, barbed wire loose as I'm driving, so I'm backing it up. And I'm looking back, and I can just hear... And I look forward, and Corey, the most desperate, like devastated look, just sitting there going. And he watches this and the bumper, the bumper, the front bumper just get off. tore off his yeah. car. So and anyway, we get it off. I get out. And he was like, just stand there. I was like, Corey, a wrecker would have been a lot more aggressive. I said, a wrecker would have done more than that. Yeah, they'd have ripped the whole thing off and not even cared. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we get the bumper picked up. We get all the, the stuff picked up. Throw it in the back of the truck. Drive over to my brother's. I drive the car. 
back to my brother's house and yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah, I ripped well I didn't rip, but the <clears throat> I assisted in ripping his bumper off his car trying to get it off that barbed wire fence. But yeah, it destroyed the fence. You can see it on eighty two going to uh coming from Bonham to Sherman, it's on that side. In between bells and lit. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was rough. We talked about a topic that we didn't even have for like twenty minutes. Well, that's just this is the. We're not making this episode an hour and a half. This is the not your normal podcast. Yeah. Well, let me make these fast and hold on. Let me get a, a drink from my okay. trusty. Uh, so you'll have to pee. Dallas Cowboys, the Star Cup. <laughs> All right. So this weekend, the eleventh and twelfth, Saturday and Sunday of January. Um. The NFL divisional round of the playoffs yep. happened, and um, the Chiefs beat the Texans, mm-hmm. and the uh, Tennessee Titans beat the Ravens, mm-hmm. the 49ers beat the Vikings, and the Packers beat, the, Packers the, beat Seahawks. the Seahawks. I don't care about the NFC games. Yeah. I care about the AFC games, and I don't care about the winners. <laughs> I care about. I want to talk about the losers. Okay. The Ravens went 14-2. and two. Yeah. And you got the you got Ryan the, Tannehill's the goat. <laughs> Derrick Henry's the goat. Yeah. And their offensive line. You got the quote unquote MVP on your team and you go out and lay an egg. <laughs> I mean that's inexperience. Not, the sixth seed beat the one seed. Yeah. You know the last time that's happened? I do not. Uh it was either Peyton Manning's second year. When they went thirteen and three and lost to the Tennessee Titans, who were the sixth seed again, or it was in the Giants. I don't know if the Giants were the sixth or the fifth seed when they when they won the Super Bowl the second time against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those teams. I think it was like two thousand. I think it was it was either two thousand and one or it was like two thousand eleven with the Giants. Huh. But it's been a while since that's happened. Yeah, but then here's the one that I like. So I've expressed on our podcast, which the next we'll roll right into the next topic. I hate Houston. Yeah, I don't want to go to the city. It stinks. It does. I don't like the Texans. I think I've only been to Houston maybe like three times in my whole life. That's three times too many. Um, once was for a little – oh, uh, we had a, a baseball tournament there. Uh, we lost in the uh, the championship game by um, one run that was an error on our second baseman. They were down by one. They had a person on – Second and third. <laughs> I threw it was a grounder right to me. They had one out. It was a grounder right to me. I was gonna I turn a turn, turn a two. double play, yeah. Grounder right to me, scoop without the glove. I went bare hand on this thing because I knew if uh if I scoop with my glove I had to grab it and then aim again. So I just ran in a circle, scoop ball right hand, touch base, that's one out. Turn two, I knew that third person on on third base was running home, but if we get that out at second, it's over. It's over. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> Throw it right to him. Right pin, almost perfect. Couldn't have been any more perfect. He does this, and while he's about to catch it, I think he, I think he thought that we needed three outs, but we didn't. We only needed two. Well, he took his, his eye off the ball for a second, hits his glove, Goes out in the outfield. Oh, I thought it went on the outfield. Just falls flat. Person at third base makes Four. it home. Dude on second that was running from first made it to second. We lost. That's tough. 
Tell me about it. Um, yeah, but it happened in Houston. That's typical Houston sports. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, this is random. When I was playing shortstop when I was in eighth grade, the last year I played baseball, I was playing shortstop in a game, and I had my hands on my knees, and the ball got hit like off to my right, and I'm right-handed. And when I went to run, <laughs> my glove got caught on my knee, so my glove came off. And it was a hard hit ball, like oh, no. a grounder. So now I just have my hands, and I scooped this thing. It bounced, too, and I just caught it with my hand and slung this thing over to first and got to do that. It was nasty. Have you ever had a highlight play in baseball? Uh, I got hit in the head with a foul ball one time. <laughs> I was a base runner, and they hit the ball foul. And I was just standing there, and I walked off, and like, kind of walked off, and it hit me in the head. Oh, I did the hidden ball trick. That's my oh, really? highlight at first base. That was pretty cool. Um, I think we were playing in – um, I was on the Boston Red Sox Little League team. I was 12 at the time. And we were playing out at Old Settlers Baseball Field, the newer fields. And... Uh, one that's named after uh, Kevin? Uh, no, that's going to be... Well, it's one of them. One of the, so there's eight fields out there. Yeah. Um, they're going to... And they're numbered one through eight. And they're going to... Um, Nine fields, sorry. They're just going to move all the numbers back one, so there'll be eight fields, and then field number one, where we used to play when we were slugger, uh, the Sherman Sluggers. Oh. It's going to be uh, his his field. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Someone hit the ball. Uh, This was for our championship game. I won us the chip. Okay. Won us the trophy. Clutch. Won us the trophy. I'm playing third base at the time, um, which I played third base like when I was younger, but then I moved to first, and then I pitched. Um. Someone hit the ball. I think I don't know why I was on third base at the time. I don't know why I got put in at third, but I was. They hit a ball. It was going to be foul. But if it's caught, we win. If my glove hits the hits the ball and it falls out, then uh, they win. The ball starts flying. It's going towards left field. And there's a fence right there where the dugout is almost, or it passes that. And it's basically right on the fence line. I run and I jump on the fence, lean over Ew. and snag it. Ew. Ump looks at me and goes, "You catch it?" "Yep." Right there, my glove. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty gross. Um, that was pretty sick. Um, what else? Uh, I was a nasty outfielder. I was really good in center field because I'm so fast. Uh, see, I'm not very fast. I cover ground. I'm not very fast, but I have very good timing. Like, I, I'm very good at covering, like, managing distance and seeing distance and timing myself to get there, even if that means uh, sacrificing my limbs going in mm-hmm. at the fence. Um, someone hit a really short pop fly straight to left field when I was playing left field. And uh, they hit it first base. They We were basically running. If we would have ran maybe 10 feet closer – we we're gonna we we're gonna hit each other. I've collided. He jumped backwards, hit it with his glove, but he missed it. I caught it off, off of his, his miss tip. and then chunked that thing to home plate. Tag out. I've Yasiel Puig to dude. Oh, the Jesus. ball bounces. I'm, I'm playing center field, and the ball bounces, and I catch it off the hop, and I gun this thing, and gun I fall it, yeah. when I throw yeah. it, and I'm laying on the ground. And I just watch it catch her right in the right in the glove. I boom, think, tag. So I'm I was good at baseball. My brother Matthew. Disgusting. Really? Oh, yeah. Matthew, from the time whenever the Boys and Girls Club did baseball in Sherman, Matthew had like 20 records as a Little League baseball player for like longest home runs, like out of the the field home runs. Really? 
Matthew was disgusting. Matthew was... Na- you know where the new parks, the new fields are? Like the newer fields at Old Settlers are? Yeah. You know how there's a playground over there? Yeah, yeah. When Matthew was 11, he hit it past that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matthew's dis- Matthew was disgusting. The playground way back there on the back... Holy crap. Matthew's disgusting. Um, I was it's watching... Like 450. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew's gross. Matthew was a disgusting ba- baseball player. Um, Matthew was pitching once... <laughs> And somebody threw it, and they hit a line drive right back at him. He turned his back this way and put his glove behind his back and caught it. Ew. Caught it. The dude kept running out. He kept running around because no one knew where the ball went. You know, like sometimes when the ball is hitting your glove really hard, it's, it's, it pins in there? Yeah. Matthew caught this ball, and he just starts walking back to the to the dugout because he knows – that he got the out, but no one else does. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He goes, and everyone's just like, oh. <laughs> I did that with the hidden ball. This kid takes his, he's mouthing, takes his foot off the bag, and I just tag him, toss the ball out to the mound, and yeah. start walking the dugout, and everybody's looking around. What else? Um, John John jumped over a kid sliding into home. Really? Yeah. Ew. He went for the low tag. John John was, he already started to slide. He went for the low tag. John John used, he's wearing metal cleats. He used him to dig into the dirt, and he hopped up over him, touched home plate with his right hand, and then ran to the dugout. Ew. While the umpire, before the umpire called safe, John John was already on his way to the dugout. He's like, I'm safe. <laughs> um, just waves him safe. Other team over there, the coaches. Just, They're in awe. <laughs> They're in awe of this four-foot child. child pulling off an all-star move. <laughs> so, back to Houston, the city I don't like. Um, the, uh, the Texans. So I'm at work when the Texans are playing the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. And um, I walk over to the bar, and the Houston Texans are up 24-0. to zero, Like, early in the second quarter, there's like 11 minutes left or something like that. They just, they just score. I don't remember what had happened, but they were up 24-0, and they were kicking off to Kansas City. And I was like, holy crap. And I looked over at the lady at the bar, and I was like, you looking at this? And she's like, yeah. And I said, just like this, I went, Oh, this game's not over. Turn and walked away. Wait, my tables. I came back. It was twenty-eight to twenty-four. Kansas City had came back yep. all all before halftime. In nine minutes, they scored twenty-eight yep. points. So, which I love. Which how many people in Houston listen to this? Because uh, we probably lost viewers. <laughs> look, you keep talking. I'll look. I, I, it's not like it's nothing personal. It's just a sports thing. Like. I'm sure Houston's. I'm just talking. I'm sure Houston's a nice city. I've never been. I'm. 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 Well, no. I've. I've drove through there. Didn't like all the. I don't know. I didn't like it. I thought it didn't smell very good. But that's just me. But um. Not many. Our okay. top cities are obviously Sherman. Um, Mountain Grove, Missouri. Okay. And Columbus, Ohio. Huh, Columbus. And uh, shout out LeBron. The top Akron. five are Sherman, Mountain Grove, Missouri, Columbus, Ohio. London and San Jose, California. London, United Kingdom. London, we're international. Yeah. Um, then someone in Australia. We mm-hmm. got Switzerland, Hong Kong. Oh, are allowed to listen to us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Cornwall, Canada, are up there. Okay, um, so that's that's pretty. Sick. We have a wide range. Anyway, yeah. um, nothing personal. I just just a sports thing. Why well, don't like Houston? Because I'm a Dallas fan. Anyway. Um, Long story short, Kansas City, they were down twenty-four to zero. They won fifty-one to thirty-one. They outscored Houston 
from the nine-minute mark in the second quarter to the end of the game, 51-7. to Yep. That is awful. And they're the first team in NFL history in any game, any game, not even a playoff game, any game, to be losing by 20 points than to win by 20 points in the same game. What I'm getting at here, just real fast, and then we'll move to the next topic, then do ads. What I was getting at here was the Texans do this every year. You're good enough to win your division because the division's not that – it's not bad, but it's not good. This is the fourth year in a row that the Titans have went 9-7. and seven. Yeah. The Colts have Andrew Luck for three, four, whatever it was, four or five years, and then they were okay this year. And, I mean, that's kind of the division. And they win the division or they're in the playoffs like every single year, and then this happens. Yep. Do you fire your coach? Do you fire Bill O'Brien? He's an idiot. Explain this. Fourth and one, you don't go for it, but then fourth and three, you go for it? Yeah. Um, on the same drive? That makes no sense. Do you fire your coach? Yeah. I would. Yeah. But would, they, don't, yeah. they don't have a general manager to fire their coach. Mm. They're the only team in the NFL without a general manager. <laughs> yeah, okay, I good. explain that. I don't know. I just – I think it's funny that on all sports like radio, like today that I've been listening to, all anybody's talking about is – no, like, the, like they're 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 talking about San Francisco winning, but everybody else is talking about the Ravens and Texans and the way they lost. Yeah, like it's I don't know, just cho- like the great cho- like the great choke jobs of yeah. all time. And I think my prediction might come true for the same week. My Packers prediction. and uh, I didn't. I called Packers and Patriots. Yeah, but obviously got the Patriots wrong. Yeah, Packers. But I had the Packers Chiefs. winning. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that'd be pretty nice. So I'm on the right track so far. So far. We'll see. Let's stay in Houston. You know more about this than I do. I just got the update. Yeah. So the Houston Astros, we talked about this a while back, and before the momentum swing was uh, no more, they talked about it a little bit. But um, the Houston Astros, it was people. It was like a theory that they had cheated and used uh, film, and I talked in depth about it on a podcast, that they had used cameras in the outfield to get signals during their 2017 World Series run, and it was mostly prominent in the New York uh, in the New York Yankees series. Yep. Remember, because I write, read off scores and stuff. So anyway, the uh, the Houston Astros, they there was enough evidence that it was obvious that they'd been cheating in yes. the playoffs and during the year of 2017 and into 2018. But as of today, um, I got an ESPN update that says Houston, Houston Astros general manager Jeff Lanau and manager A.J. Hinch have been suspended for one year after an MLB investigation found the team used technology to cheat during its World Series winning 2017 season. And then, what else? Uh, what did you say? They, 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 fired, they fired their GM, didn't it? Yes. So, like an hour after the after they got suspended, after Major League Baseball came in with those suspensions, the Astros just fired their general manager. Uh, what else? They also got fined. Uh, f- the team, it's, well, the organization got fined five million dollars, and they also lost their first and second round pick for the next two years. Which we talked about this. Like I said, we talked about this before, and I said I would not give it to the Dodgers, but do you just vacate that World yeah. Series because they've. I didn't know this. They've actually vacated a Heisman Trophy. Did they? Huh. Two thousand five. I don't know if I'd Reggie vac- Bush. I don't know if I'd vacate it. I'd give it to. I'd give it no. to. The, why? They didn't win the World Series. They didn't win it, but they they, they got they get they got cheated out of it. Not then, as, I mean, then on top of that, you get the perks of get having that title added to your city. 
That's more money for your team. Well, somebody on Twitter says, fact, the Astros cheated in 2017. Fact, their cheating gave them a significant advantage over their opponent. Fact, their World Series will always be tainted. Opinion, MLB should have stripped them of their title. Yeah. I think they should. They should strip them of their title and just do like the Heisman. So in 2005, Reggie Bush uh, uh, beat Texas uh, at USC. He beat Texas Vince Young for the Heisman. But then later it came out in like 2008, 2009 that boosters had paid Reggie Bush to come to school there. Yeah. So in 2010, he – vacated the the Heisman Trophy himself. Like, he gave it back to the Academy or to the whatever, the Heisman Academy or whatever. And so in 2005, no one won the Heisman. They didn't give it to Vince Young. Huh. Because he didn't win. He didn't win the Heisman. Reggie yeah. Bush won the Heisman. So just do that. Yeah. Nobody nobody won the World Series in 2017. You cheated. The Dodgers lost. So nobody won. Yeah. It's a year that nobody won the World Series. That's what I would do, and I'm glad they got caught. Oh, yeah. Because I hate the Astros. Being a Rangers fan, that's the only reason <laughs> – I hate the Astros, and it's funny because I hate the Astros. But also, if you're going to cheat, be good enough at cheating. This sounds awful. I don't. I don't cheat. I feel I, I've cheated on tests, and I feel bad. Okay. Yeah, I don't like cheating. It's I don't like using cheat codes in video games because I feel like a douche. Yeah. But um, if you if you are going to go to the lengths of cheating, do it good enough that you don't get caught. Yeah. And if you do get caught. Man up, which yeah. is what they're doing. They're firing their general manager, taking the fines, and if their title gets stripped, it should. I hope it does. I mean, I have no there sympathy. No sympathy. I hope. I hope that there is uh, no championship in Houston for 2017. Cheaters. I agree. All right. Ad time. Okay. So, Cheaters. the one and only ad comes from Fruit of the Bean Coffee. Um, so the first thing about fruit of the bean is that they only roast the coffee after you order it and then they ship it directly to you. So there is no middleman. And the second is that they take 10% of the profit to help support orphans and those affected by human trafficking, which is, uh, it's fantastic. They also have a great coffee like the Kenyan. It's delicious and nutritious. Well, I don't know about the nutritious part, but I mean, if you want to stay up longer, I'll give you caffeine. Uh, it's delicious. So their coffee is reasonably priced. And on top of that, if you go to fruitofthebean.com and use the discount code NYNP, you get 25% off your first order from NY, from uh, from Fruit of the Bean. That, that discount code is uh, an acronym for our podcast, not your normal podcast. Capital N, capital Y, capital N, capital P. 25% off. Go order you some fruit of the bean. Get the Kenyan. It's delicious. College students, you just just started back to the semester. You got to yeah. stay up late. You got to do homework. You're going to be tired the next day. You don't have the energy to stay up to do your homework. Get you an order from fruit of the bean. Get that in. Use that promo code NYNP. Drink your coffee while you're doing your homework, and then you can start your day. You got your 8 a.m. class. You got to be there early. Start the day with a, with another cup of that coffee. It'll keep you up to do your homework, keep you up to doing study. Then you can just go right on to sleep and you can start drinking it to start your day you'll be energized and ready to go and you will dominate dominate this semester just like the major league baseball uh affiliates are going to dominate the houston astros for cheating exactly bang fruit of the bean check it out use the promo code nynp all right um i have another 
that another topic that you have not heard of until okay. I said it to you. So, you like Cody Co. I do like Cody Co. I was just I was on I was at home today doing laundry and I stumbled on uh, his uh, his channel and I was watching some videos and uh, I saw that uh, the how am I trying to explain this? So you've seen the that's cringe videos that him and Noel do. Um, yes. Cody Co and no, Cody Co Noel and their buddy Spock and some other people. Um, they are the the group the Tiny Meat Gang. They got the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. They go on tour. All that stuff. Um, but they also have their own YouTube channels, Cody Co, Noah Miller, and Spock. Yes. But I'm on Cody Co's channel today. And I'm just watching a couple of videos, watching some new some new that's not that not not that's cringe, but watching him like basically what he does is he makes playful jokes. He's just joking, okay? I mean, do you agree that he's just yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's playful fun at other YouTubers. Yes. And he tries to befriend these YouTubers like the kid Maddie smokes, you know, him and Noel roast this kid like two years ago for making a vape hotbox video on on YouTube. Yep, and it turns into first Maddie's channel gets deleted, then Maddie gets his channel back, and Cody and Noel help him get his channel back, and then now his his channel. Like I, I watched one of his videos today; it had four hundred forty thousand views, and it was uploaded like two days ago. So they've built his channel, like yeah, they've helped him, like they they uh, every every that cringe that they've done, you know. Yeah, they did the one about uh, oh, what's his name, uh, uh, GT Dave. Yes, the guy that makes kombucha. Mm-hmm. They did a video on him, like talking about how he's like a villain and how weird he is and stuff, joking. And he invited them to his house. Yep. They did one over uh, what's the guy's name? Reads all the books and has like, uh, you know, what I'm talking about. He invites him over to his house too, and like I think in his I garage. Like he's like a business, like a oh Ty Lopez, Ty Lopez. Yeah, they make fun of Ty Lopez, joking around, playful. He responds to him, tells him it's hilarious, and asks if they want to collaborate and do a video with him and talk to him. So, and then you know, most people see that as oh, they're just you know they're joking around, playful. They're just making content that people like. Yep, and it's all fun and games. Jake Paul is the only one that's had a problem. Yep, Jake Paul cries and Jake Paul. Tries to catch Cody off guard and try to tries to embarrass him and make a video and ends up embarrassing himself. Well, Cody, during his uh, time, he'll sit and watch videos of people like Jake Paul and he'll review them and like playfully joke about them. And there's a there's a group of brothers that I can't stand. They're called the Dobre brothers. Mm-hmm. They're so so annoying. Like I watch those videos and I cringe. I I hate, can honestly I, say I've never seen a single one of their. Don't videos. waste your time. I'm not kidding. Today, just to see what they were talking about, I went to one of their videos. The video had 20,000 likes and 68,000 dislikes at that point. And all the comments were just roasting the Dobre brothers. <laughs> because Cody makes videos. Him and Noel had made some videos about them in the past. Yeah, He made a song, just joking around. And then the other day, like maybe two weeks ago, he made a video about him again, about how one of the Dobre brothers fakes wrecking his girlfriend's McLaren just, you know, to get views. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wreck a McLaren. And then he's all douchey about it the whole time. Yeah. And it's obviously staged. It's obviously fake. Well, Cody's joking about it. The Dover brothers get mad and their whole channel, we're going to spread positivity and we're going to, we help people and we stop bullying. So guess what they, guess what they do? No all idea. four of them sit down, make a video and they're like, yeah, we're, 
we're making this video because of Cody Co. He's a cyber bully. He's a bully. And I'm not kidding. It's exactly what one of them says. And you don't solve your problems with violence. We're not saying that. And the other one's like, but we're going to challenge Cody. I'm challenging Cody Co. to a boxing match. And the KO in his name is what I'm going to do to him. Okay, then. Don't, don't, don't solve your problems with violence, but I'm going to box you. Of course, everybody roasts and dislikes yeah, the video. Yeah. They'll probably take it down if they're smart. Which, why is that the, the thing now? YouTube beef, let's have a boxing match. Really? Don't follow Logan and Jake. Don't do that. Um, I think it's just You're not going to make that money. You're not yeah. Jake and Logan and KSI. Also, You're not. Stop. Logan, Jake, and KSI, all three just happen to be athletes that did YouTube first. Mm-hmm. That's what's like, they're, of course, they're athletes that do YouTube now. Like the whole crossover thing, like you have like, uh, like Devin Booker has a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, Juju has yeah. a Twitch channel. Yeah, exactly. But it's very rare that, very unheard of. Logan and Jake are very they're they're just weird glitches in the YouTube matrix. They where they just happen to be athletes, born physically better than most people. Like they're both huge. <laughs> Yeah. KSI is another one. KSI is not that big, but compared to other YouTubers, it's pretty big. Well, there's – here's how I'm trying to explain this. In their in their video, they're like, yeah, anyone who watches Cody Ko's videos and they think that they're, they're funny, they're what's wrong with the world, and they're the problem and all this crap like that. And it's just like the people that watch your videos are in middle school. Yeah. Like they don't even know their direction in life and that's the that's your fan base, which is fine. They make a lot of money. But then they went and they they here's the best part. They go, "Yeah, there's this one of them. He's like, there's this small YouTuber. They're like, there's this small YouTuber his name's Cody Co." Yeah. I looked today, he's got 4.8 million yeah. subscribers. His video, he has a video he put up 2 days ago that says I got challenged to a fight. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's got like 3 something million views. And almost all of them are likes. And then the Dobre brothers, their whole video is like dislikes. Everybody on the comments on Cody's are just like, man, they're stupid. Ignore them. Can't stand them. They're the they're the YouTube people that, similar to Jake Paul, that they get their views because their audience is children. Yeah. And they don't understand. And, oh, let's have a boxing match. That's so cool. Let's fight. Like, they're idiots. And Cody's just joking around and making stuff that, a little older audience around our age and maybe eight from about 18 to about 30 ish yeah. think is funny. And the Dobre brothers like, how am I trying to explain this? Well, let me say this first. Cody makes Cody. Noah make content that more adult audiences. You're, Oh, he's a cyber bully. No, you're playfully poking at somebody and hopefully like Maddie smokes, they'll poke back and y'all become friends. Yeah. And here's what I'm getting at here. Who has, who has gotten sensitive and been all upset about Cody Co. and Noel Miller? Jake. Jake Paul. Now the Dobear brothers. Immature people. Yeah. People that are not. Well, that was years ago. Yeah. Um, no, that was Jake, last year. Well, on Jake's side, yeah. Jake's was, was last year. Yeah, last year, yeah. But the people that think that it's funny, well, Ty Lopez, million, million, millionaire, probably close to a billionaire. GT Dave, billionaire. Yeah. Because he understands marketing. He understands that you're not you're not being mean. 
you're playfully joke. I playfully joke with people all the time. Yeah. I'm not being mean. I'm just joking. I'm kidding, and I want you to kid back with me. Which is why if, if if I made a YouTube channel, I would do stuff like that. Yeah. Like jack with other YouTubers just to be funny and mess with them. Hopefully, they'll mess with me back. Here's a fun fact for you. You know they're they're friends with Post Malone. Yes. Cody Co and Noel. Do you know how? No. Because they made fun of him on a podcast, and it got back to to Austin Post Malone. Okay. Yeah. And he thought it was funny. Okay. Messages them, ask if he can come on and roast them back. So he comes on a podcast. Well, now he shows up to their shows, shows up to their concerts. They hang out together, and they go to Post Malone concerts and go backstage with him. So who's the who's the douchebag here? Who's the who's the cringy person? The one that all the successful people like because they have a good sense of humor and yeah. that, or the people that get all offended and get mad and their audience is children. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's some more YouTube beef has happened, which once again, just like Jake Paul, Cody will win because he's more mature yeah. and he he responded to their I think video. Jake Paul's a, he, I think he's he's done with YouTube for a while. Good, actually. Good. He's he could be an entertainer. He could be a very good entertainer. For some reason, he's really focused on this boxing thing. Wants to win. Uh. Which I like that. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I just think some of his old stuff is really immature. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely, stupid. yeah. But um, they're saying, like, on the, the Dober Brothers, one of them's like, yeah, he's not going to respond. If, he'll, if, if he doesn't respond in two days or whatever, it's because he's a coward, whatever. How do you think Cody responded? I'm not sure. So, yeah, I got challenged to a fight. I kind of sound like him, kind of. He's like, so, yeah, I got challenged to a fight. And uh, so he reviews the video of them yeah. talking about him, and he's joking about it the whole time, talking about how funny it is, and reading the the comments that people sent him, Delray fans sent him. Yeah. And he's just joking. He's still joking about it because he doesn't get his feelings hurt, and he doesn't wear his emotions on his sleeve like a well, like a junior high kid, yeah. like a, an emotionally stable person. It's just it's very frustrating. It's annoying. Yeah. YouTube beef. YouTube beef. What if Cody Ko just knocked out Cyrus Dover? It'd be hilarious. I like YouTube fights. I think they're entertaining. Well, that's not going to happen. Oh, no, Cody's smart. Happen. Cody's smart. Gonna... I am excited for the Anderson Gibb and Jake Paul fight, though. That'll be interesting. I... You know what I'm excited for? What is that? Well, I know where you're going to be on the... Was it Saturday? I know where you're going to be on Saturday. Where is that? At my house. Why? Connor. I have ESPN+. Plus. Oh, do you really? Yeah, I get the whole fight. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah. So I think Brittany and I are going to watch the fight. Smart move. Yeah, you should the, come watch the, the fight. Big fight. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Connor. Connor. Do you know how much Connor's expected to make off of this? A bunch. 80. Million? 80. A million. How much is Cowboy Cerrone supposed to make? Not, Probably a lot. Not even near that. Probably a lot like, still. Well, compared to what he's made before, yeah. yeah. Probably like 10, which if, is high for If him. you ask me right here, right now, hey, we need you to come down to the uh, – American Airlines Center or um, AT&T Stadium, you need to box – or you need a UFC get in the octagon with Connor today. Yes. Yeah. He'd kill me. I would die. He, but, yes, he'd make me – he make would, money. Oh, he'd make me so much money, Connor. He, he's we're the rich. money fight. Connor McGregor made us rich. He is, he is it's true. the money fight. Yeah. He is the most popular UFC fighter of all time. Him and Floyd make people rich. It's, it's crazy. It is so crazy. The UFC doctors came out today because they have a UFC training yeah. facility in Las Vegas. They came out and said uh, uh, today and told Dana, they were like, uh, basically before every UFC fight, they have to do 
like testing, obviously, make sure you're not using PEDs and all that stuff. Yeah. And they came basically they came out and straight up said this is the best shape that we've ever tested Connor in ever. Before his fight with uh, Floyd, before his fight with Habib, Eddie, before his fight with Eddie Alvarez, which he put on a show, that, like his performance was flawless. He only got hit three times in two rounds compared to his fifty-two landed hits on Eddie. They said this is the best shape they've ever tested uh, tested him on. Ever, well, so we'll see what happens. Uh, which it makes sense though, because if you had to guess, Connor probably walks around at what, like one seventy five, one eighty, maybe. One seventy, yeah, one seventy, one sixty eight. This fight's at one seventy, so he doesn't have to gain or lose so he doesn't much have to cut at weight. all. Yeah. yeah, so this is basically he's just training. He doesn't have to worry about cutting weight. He's straight on training, my which only makes thing, sense. My only thing in this fight. That would keep me from going. Oh well, Connor's gonna destroy Cowboys ring rust. Oh yeah, ring rust. Yeah, you don't fight for that long. Connor also train. only has one way he's gonna finish you, which is his left hand. Cowboy has the all-time record for most knockout head kicks, most finishes, most submissions, most TKOs, and the he's been in the octagon the longest out of every UFC fighter. Well, there also there also seems to be a, a recent trend. I was watching a, a, a video by the YouTube. Uh, YouTube channel MMA on point, and it was like the top ten fighters or the yeah top ten fighters who 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 haven't recovered after a devastating loss. There's some names on there that like uh, uh, Ben Askren. Yeah, he was undefeated before. Who beat him? Uh, Jorge Masvidal. Jorge with that before Jorge beat him. Yeah, with that knee that killed him almost. He he was like one in one in three or something like that since then and he's retired. He retired. Yeah, he went into the UFC nineteen and zero. Then he beat Robbie Lawler, which yeah. was impressive. Then he got murdered by Orhe. Then he fought Damian Maya. Yeah, so he went one and two in the UFC. He fought Damian Maya and he got submitted uh, by Damian Maya. Then he retired. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the big one is like Ronda. Like you lose, you have that devastating loss, and you Holm. don't recover. Connor's last what two fights have been losses. Khabib manhandled him. Yeah. And then Khabib, he, I mean, but. Habib also manhandled a bear as a young yeah, child. So Habib manhandles everybody. Connor did do one thing that no one has ever done to, to Habib, which was one around. The really? first 27 fights in the UFC for Habib, he never lost a round. He has won every single round. He lost a round to Connor. Hmm. So and then he lost to Floyd boxing. And then well, what yeah. was his last UFC fight before that? Uh, Eddie Alvarez. Okay. Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. And then before that was Nate, and before that was Nate. Yep. So his last, he won, lost to Nate, beat Nate, beat Eddie, and lost to Floyd, but that was a boxing Lost match. to Floyd, and then lost to Pete. So his Pete. last five fights, he's two and three. Yeah, that's not great. It's not great, but it's also, I mean, I'm just saying, you go, you go two and four right here, and you guess, might just be like, I think you throw in circumstances though. He's supposed to fight. I don't know. He's supposed to fight that first Nate Diaz fight. He's supposed to fight Rafael dos Anjos. And for he took the, the fight on two week notice. Yeah, yeah. had to gain weight. On a fought a dude that's ten times bigger than him, than Nate Diaz, who's huge. Then he loses that fight, comes back three months later. He goes, "All right, cool. I'm gonna fight the bigger man. He's gonna have you know twenty pounds on me. He's longer than me. He's taller than me. Takes him through a five round. Well, that's one of the best UFC fights I've ever seen. All five rounds with Nate. Yeah, it was pretty good. We watched uh, that at Buffalo, didn't yep. we? Yeah, it was good. It was a good fight. He beats him in that. Wins by a unanimous decision. 
goes and fights Eddie Alvarez, who now has the light welt bait. Kills him. Uh, murders him. Um, fights the best boxer of all time. Then fights the best boxer of all time. Goes 10 rounds with him. Yeah. Um, took some, stole some rounds from him, too. Which, um, the ending of that fight, I did not like the ending of that fight. No. He got, remember, he gets mad at the referee. He's like, why that would was you, early, yeah. He's like, why would you call this? Yeah. I don't, I, I understand it. I you're, don't. You're going by boxing rules, but I think in that circumstance, you have to call, you know he's a UFC fighter. He takes more damage. Just start counting. Yeah. He didn't even count. He just called it. Yeah, he just called yeah, it. I don't um, know. He goes 10 rounds with the best boxer of all time, or arguably the best boxer of all time. I think he is. Time. And then he goes and fights the most dominant UFC fighter of all time in Habib and takes a round from him, which has never been done before. Yeah. And also did a really good job of defending that takedown the first two rounds. But they say, like, Habib, for a 155er, they say, like, DC, who's a heavyweight. Yeah. Because he trains at American Top Team with Habib. He says when Habib's on top of you, he feels like a heavyweight. He just puts so much force on you. So, well, it's going to wear you out no matter who you are. Here's what here's my take, and it's not even just about, like, Connor. It's about, like, across all platforms, whether it be sports, business, whatever. Yeah. The best – I'll use football here. Um, I don't like John Elway. John Elway. Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Seacrest out. I'm gone. Yeah. That's or you can be Brett Favre and be rolling out to your right and throwing an interception back across your left because you decided to come out of retirement and you didn't know it was time to leave and that's what your your last pass is a pick six and you play for the Vikings. Yeah. Or you can be Emmett Smith and you rush for five hundred yards on like three hundred carries for the Arizona Cardinals. I'm just saying. Or you can be I mean you can be a lot of guys. Or you can be Jerry Rice, greatest year of all time. He played for the Raiders. He's and the, up there. He, he is. He he played for the Raiders and the Seahawks. Yeah. Before he retired, it's just kind of. Like, if I'm Tom Brady, I'm done. This was it. I think this was it. If I'm Connor, the Floyd fight. If it's me, the Floyd fight, I'm done. I think that I made a bunch what of money. I'm saying about Connor is that with the a big reason why he lost in that Habib that Habib fight was was money, and it took him a long time to. I guess, sort of get his, quote-unquote, get his ducks in a row and realize who he is, like, actually. He's still young. He's only 30. He's never been finished, ever. Um, So he still has a – they say, like, once you get finished, your chin's never the same after that. Once Once you get, like, TKO finished or knocked out finished, they say you're never the same after that. Like, your chin, your 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 ability to withstand punishment is different. I still th- and I think that it took him a long time to realize like he he likes fighting. Yeah. Of of course the money and stuff that comes it's with nice. it is fantastic, but I think what John Kavanaugh and Rowdy, I mean uh coach Owen Rowdy, yeah, his boxing yeah. coach, uh have said they're like, you know, this training camp he's having fun again, like he did whenever he fought Eddie and yeah. Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway before. Said he's back to like Laughing and joking around just, and having fun training. I'm just saying, if it was me, I wouldn't have taken the fight. I wouldn't have taken the Khabib fight because when just me, then this is just me. And I'm sure a lot of people think like I hopefully think like this in sports. When you think of when I like when I think of Peyton Manning, I want to think of him as a Colt. Yeah, I I think of him now as that's a dude that got benched for Brock Osweiler. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl this last year, but it was awful. Yeah. 
but that's the guy that I remember is the guy that probably should have retired when he had his neck surgery. Yeah. And here's a great one, Muhammad Ali. The other, oh, yeah. the other person that you would say, oh yeah, that's the best boxer of all time. Gives, give him and Floyd are one and one A and one B is the greatest boxer of all time. He fought Larry Holmes for money, yeah, and lost, and it I was think, not a good fight. I think because he was old, because he's done to retire right off in the sunset, go play tennis, go play golf, go live on the beach. Yeah, Tom Brady just retire. Don't I agree? Don't go play for Oakland. Don't go play for Miami. Retire. You're you're one jersey. You're Whatever, go right out on the sunset. Don't be the guy that gets knocked out by Cowboy Cerrone, and you go. I don't think you will. You're be. two and four in your last six fights that you've had, and you're over the hill, and you're not good, and that's your legacy. I don't think you will though. He's 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 thirty. He's in his prime still. He's he's in his prime still. He's the best athletic shape he's ever been in. I don't think. I think he wins this fight with Cowboy. I think he goes three and zero this year. And reminds people why, like he is Connor. I think he does. I'm not sure. I hope he does. That'd be cool. I think. But, I mean, because, just because he had that, you know, the whole he's, you know, got arrested. He had basically sort of compared to Justin Bieber's life, almost kind of. Yeah, got really that. rich really fast. Made dumb mistakes, hanging out with the wrong people. Way too young to make that money. Got in trouble. Well, I mean, took some time off. He, Justin Bieber, you know, got married. Now he's he's perfectly fine. Making good music again, he's happy again. Connor, same thing. Got real rich. His third fight in the UFC, he was a headliner and set the record for most gate buys ever. His third UFC fight, like at twenty, what five, twenty six. He got rich real quick. Started hanging out with the wrong people. Got in trouble. Started a business in Proper Twelve, which has been amazing, amazing so far. Somehow convinced the best boxer of all time to fight him. To fight him, uh, that that came from his own imagination. See, that's where you should have called it quits. That's what I, I mean. I'm just saying that's if it was me, that's what I'm doing. Well, if, if, if I have a Cowboy business, Cerrone, I would have called it quits a long time ago. Then, but the thing is, with Cowboy, I mean, he's, I'm talking about greats. Cowboy Cerrone he's, will be in the UFC history. He has he owns all UFC records because he's been in the, because he's fought for so long. Exactly. Well, exactly. But still, I'm just saying, like, he would have been one of the greats even if he were retired eight years ago. Yeah. Well, okay. You you Cowboy Cerrone. You get knocked out by Conor McGregor. Then you take your next fight. And you get knocked out again. It's like, wow, this dude's way too old. This dude should have retired yeah. three years I think, ago. I think what Conor will be fine at. is because Conor doesn't take. And when Conor's at his best, he doesn't take a lot of damage. He doesn't. He barely gets hit. Even in the Habib fight, he didn't take a bunch of damage. He got wrestled to the ground. He didn't take a ton of da- The most damage you've seen Connor take was a, that Nate, that second Nate fight. I'm just saying, I give, I give Floyd a lot of crap for being the way he is. Yeah. He did it the right way. Uh, got my hit, 50 win. He's, 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 no, I'm saying he's not ever fighting again. Ever. Floyd? No. Got my fifty win, made my money, I'm oh, gone. That's he's my legacy. Back this year, no, he's not. Yeah, no, he's, he's not. No, he's not. Not not boxing. He's not boxing ever again. He's, he's fifty and zero. He's fighting somebody. Not boxing. He's fifty and zero. Who? Do, what is it? What what type of fight does he do then? Okay, he never said that he's actually going to fight. He said he's working with Dana White no, in the he's UFC. Coming out of retirement to do what? He didn't say I'm coming out of retirement what to fight. Only, only what is he? He could promote. He could promote. That's he could not be. Coming he, out, could, that's he could fight. He could fight in. He could fight in the UFC. That's coming out of retirement. <laughs> but that's not fighting boxing. That's coming out of retirement. I'm saying, like, do it like that. 50-0, gone. Tom Brady, retire. 
Don't what? go play in Oakland. You're about all don't these go old play people. in Miami. You're I'm talking not, about all these old people. Muhammad Ali. Don't fight Larry Holmes. Retire. No, absolutely. Retire. About but he needed money. All of these old people. I know, well, I mean, Connor's. Connor's not old. He just turned 30. In my opinion, in fighting, it's. DC is 41, and he's a yeah, heavyweight. Yeah, DC's old. And it shows. He's a heavyweight champion. He gets his ass kicked by John Jones every time they fight. Well, that's it, because he fights at Doesn't line. matter. And John Jones is the greatest of all time. <laughs> I mean, there's I'm a just, difference. I'm just saying, go out on top. No. I'm just saying, go out on top. Be smart. Don't be like Emmett Smith. Be, I hate John Elway. Be like John Elway. Win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Bye. Seacrest out. I'm I gone. I what you're saying. Do that. I get what because you're saying. you will tarnish your you're legacy. Comparing them to all these old people. I'm just saying, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's not old. Tarnish her legacy by going to the WWE. Uh, you need money that Ronda bad. Rousey, Ronda Rousey lost because Retire. she uh, she was the first UFC champion, women's UFC champion, and then when that sport got popular for women to be in, she finally met people that can fight. What did she do in all of her fights? Wrestle, armbar, armbar. Yeah. You meet Holly Holm, who is 50-0 in kickboxing. Of course she's going to kick you upside your head. Amanda Nunez? Amanda Nunez is nasty. Go. She's the greatest woman's fighter of all time. Yeah, I agree with that. She's going to put her hands on you. Okay. When Amanda in you can't, six, seven you years. You can't stand and bang with somebody who is going to. It's it's the the ultimate comparison. A, fi- a stand-up fighter against a wrestler. Ten times out of nine times out of ten, that stand-up fighter, that stand-up fighter is going to win because where do all fights start at? On the feet. Yeah. If you have to, if you're a wrestler like Ben Askren and Orhe Masvidal, Orhe Masvidal has weapons. Ben Askren has, has ground game. He's the best wrestler probably mm-hmm. the UFC's ever seen. You go in for a takedown, you're going to catch a knee to the face. You're missing my point. Am I? Yes. My Ow. point is go out on top, right off in the sunset. Don't Jerry Rice, or no, was it Jerry or was it Chris Carter? One of, the, one of those wide receivers said that you play till the wheels fall off. I disagree with that. I'm, I'm, not, so, uh, I'm not playing till the wheels fall off. I'm playing until I'm at the top and I can see the plateau. I can see over the cliff. I can see that I'm about to go down into the cliff, and that's when I call it quits. Because you I won't, I'm just saying, that. you won't remember them for, oh, I'm just saying a lot of people remember Muhammad Ali for being great. I'm the greatest or whatever. Yeah. I remember him for taking the fight with Larry Holmes. Yeah. I remember Emmett Smith as he was he's the NFL leading rusher that also played for the Arizona Cardinals and looked like an idiot. I think that's Connor, what I remember. I think Connor will fall into the same category that Tiger fell in. Tiger's the exception. Exactly. And he had there's very and he had, there's ten, very, and he had ten years of exactly. mediocrity. There's very bad. rare occasions where it takes a very special person to be able to rise out of that. Tiger did a, it. A lot don't. Well, I don't. I think Connor can. I'm just saying, Tiger, his career, yeah, he won, won a Masters. People would look at his career a lot differently if it was like, oh, having these personal problems, I'm stepping away from golf, I'm retiring. And then he comes back out and fixes those issues yeah. and publicly makes says I fix those issues and then maybe comes back later or whatever. Yeah. But instead, I struggle for 10 years. Now I've got a, a taint in my legacy that is like embarrassing right in the middle of but, no he's gonna. D- but he's dominant, then he's not very good, then wins the Masters. I'm saying, like, my dad just walked in the room. If you're Tom Brady, if you're Tom Brady, would you retire? Right out? Like, I, I, hold on, I've said this like four times. I hate John Elway. John Elway wins the Super Bowl, I'm old. Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, Seacrest out, I'm gone. That's smart. Or you can be Muhammad Ali and fight Larry Holmes and get or beat around. Or you can be Tiger Woods, dominate golf for 
13 years. years then have, have 10 years of mediocrity. Then have a terrible, terrible, terrible decade. Then come back and win the Masters, and that's what people will remember you for. No. That's the greatest comeback in sports of all time. Yeah, there's a gap of 10 years that's embarrassing. That's the greatest comeback in sports of all time. I'd rather be Tiger. I don't know. That's true, too. That's true, too. I don't know. Well. I agree with that. Oh, I, I don't know. I think, how much, where, where are we at on time? One eleven. You don't want to talk about the other beef? You know? Nah, I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. I hate that. We can talk about that for two minutes. I don't care. Nah. It's, it's annoying. We're in here recording and my brother walks in and starts rotting all over the board and trying to get us to pause the podcast. And I'm working. Yeah. Anyway. Corey. Morgan. Kyler, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, on Snapchat at KylerDurham21. Uh, I post the links on my story every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday for our podcast for the Spotify links. Um, you can also donate to Not Your Normal Podcast to help us get you guys out some merchandise to get us some money to get a camera so we can start, or, you know, not we already have a camera, but get two cameras so that we can go ahead and get these filmed, get them out on YouTube for y'all uh, that, if y'all want to see a actual video uh, representation of the podcast. Um, you can go to patreon.com to donate to us, uh, patreon.com slash notyournormalpodcast. We have three tiers. we got the average tier, which is $5. The sixth tier, the sixth tier, the spooky tier in honor of the Academy the sixth of the sixth tier. tier. we got the $5, the average tier, which is $5. The spooky tier, which is $6 in honor of our Academy Conspiracy podcast. And we got the normal tier, that is $7 for the Not Normal Podcast. Yeah. Don't be an average spooky person. Be normal. And Aaron, where can all the fine people find you and iFilm Cinema and all the podcast information on social media? You can find me personally on Snapchat at AaronCross15. You can find, uh, oh, Kyler told me, you can find our podcast on Anchor too. They have a donation page on there, so go to it and donate some money. Um, you can find me on Twitter at iFilmAaron15 or on Instagram at iFilmAaron. You can find this podcast, the Not Your Normal Podcast, on Instagram at Not Your Normal Podcast. On Twitter at Not Your Normal P2. That's a capital P and the number two. You can find me and Kyler's other podcast, The Academy of Conspiracy, a.k.a. The AOC, on Twitter and Instagram at Academy of Conspiracy. And like I said before, February 1st, iFilmCinema.com. Go to it. We'll have all the links there. Our personal docu pages about me, Kyler, and Nick. Our video work that we have done. If you need a video job, hit us up. My phone number is on there. And um, I think that's it. This may blow your mind. Been holding it for 20 minutes. I have to use the bathroom so bad.